Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh, no, sorry. I don't give it up to strangers. <laughs> yeah, but you can listen to my podcast, though. I've officially talked to myself for 24 whole hours. Podcasting truly is the work of the pathetic. If you don't know where you are, you're at Meet My Mess Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the messiest parts of life. And I'm really happy to be here recording another episode. It's the best part of my week. It's the part I get to be creative. I get to talk about me, my favorite topic. What more could a girl want? I started therapy this week. This is a big step for me. This has been 22 years in the making. It took three months of my mom begging me to go and three months of shopping for a therapist after that it's very very difficult to find a fucking therapist availability is often low I know it's not an option for everyone that's something I feel like is not talked about enough everyone's like oh yeah therapy's expensive but like yes yeah, it's expensive like they just like throw it away like it's nothing no it's fucking so expensive if you want to go to therapy weekly you're dropping a good 600 extra dollars a month on therapy that's not an easy thing to just start paying for um so that's the hard part. It took also a lot of research. Um, I feel like a big mistake people make is going to therapy and just going with the first therapist they talk to because they don't know anything about therapy, but just do your research and talk to a couple people at least before you decide on who you're going to book. And then you'll probably get a better idea of what you want in a therapist. Therapy can help you through, I have this like gross fucking thing on my face oh you guys ever get like when the sides of your mouth crack oh that's happening to me on this side right now so excuse that I look like the world's biggest fucking nerd today as well but yeah so budget is tight now that I've started and also I'm just gonna I'm just learning to live with it because I know that if I could pay money to fast forward and be all good and go through all the shit I've been repressing and not talking about it and ignoring and I get to a place that I'm truly happy and I don't have four panic attacks a week, I think that's worth the money. I don't know. You might not be a rock bottom, but I've hit it. So just kidding. I haven't hit rock bottom, but Sometimes my brain and my heart feel that way. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Therapy, my therapy is helping me with a lot of things, relationships. It can help you with trauma, sleep, breakups. In case therapy is not an option, hopefully my stories and advice can help you cope in the meantime. Sometimes it's comfortable to hear people talk about the things they're going through and give their side to the story. At least I find it to be so. Um, and I know when I was going through a breakup, I was looking for so many podcasts on how to cope with what I was going through. So if you want a 22-year-old girl's perspective, and you're in that same kind of age compass, this is going to be hopefully comforting. Every breakup seems to get a little bit harder for some reason. I think that maybe I become more aware of, oh my gosh, I better be fucking recording right now. I would literally, it's been such a long day. Okay. Thank God. Um, but yeah, every breakup seems to get a little bit harder. I don't know if it's because I am getting better and narrowing down what I'm looking for. So the boyfriends I choose, I fall harder for, um, or because it's just been less time since my most recent boyfriend and that's why it's still painful. But yeah, I don't know though, because I would say my most painful breakup was not my most recent breakup. It was actually the one before that. So I've talked about this man a lot on the podcast. I need to give him a name. And I think that the name I've landed on is Chase Charming because he was a borderline narcissist. He was, we met in a public speaking class. That should have been my first fucking red flag. Where I have I, told, I think I've told this. I've either tweeted about this or I tweeted it. But yeah, I met my ex in a public speaking class where he got 98%. That should have been my first fucking red flag. It's obvious that he was great with his words and was very, very charming. He was every he had kind of the perfect answer for everything. He spoke very much so like a politician. But I met this boy when I was 18 years old. And at 18, I had had one boyfriend before, but I hadn't really encountered this level of manipulation. And I want to make it clear, I don't think that my ex was intentionally manipulative or I don't think that he was an intentionally an intentionally manipulative person. But I think that along the lines, he his behavior manipulated me in a lot of ways. So um yeah so if you haven't listened to my podcast before chase charming we lived together we um dated for two years he was my university boyfriend um who i thought to be the love of my life um we ended up breaking up the thing that really triggered our breakup in the end was um bringing another person into the bedroom or I guess me entering other people's bedrooms um but it was a something I wasn't fully ready for in our relationship and something we didn't fully discuss um yeah there wasn't an actual good conversation ever had about if this was something that was going okay there wasn't a proper conversation on 
he felt like there wasn't a conversation on my end like it wasn't clear that that was what was going to be happening and um we just yeah so basically I met up I'm tr- I was gonna give a brief recap and now here I fucking am basically I met up with this girl she brought me back to her house and her boyfriend was there and we ended up having a threesome and he felt like so he texted me while I was with this girl and I said I was there and the boyfriend was there and he told me to sleep with them. So I thought that that was the green light. And so I did. Um, and this wasn't something that I necessarily was stoked on. It was just something that I was doing because I thought it would excite him and our relationship was struggling. And I thought that this might be something that would save us. Um, so that's kind of the bigger background story on that. Um, because I feel like how I related before was that he like forced me into the bedroom with other people and that wasn't the case it was um more that it was something I just didn't really want I guess and I like agreed to do something that I didn't actually want to do um for the benefit of our relationship and for him so that's where that kind of and then so the arguments back and forth about that really was what led to our breakup in the end but we had a really really toxic relationship towards the end as well um he was always like texting other girls um specifically one girl <clears throat> it's always the girl he tells you not to worry about a friend he had made in university that was a really cute blonde girl um who was like had the exact same like chill girl kind of vibe as I did so I was like hmm and they started spending a lot of time together and started sending each other shoes that would look good on each other and started talking about their sex life to each other and just things that weren't appropriate for someone who was in a relationship to be spending hours talking to someone at 2 a.m just it wasn't appropriate I don't know if they he ever like cheated on me with her or what I don't know but um yeah I'll probably never know so um and I'm okay with that to be honest I I don't care about him any okay that's really mean to say (laughs) um I just don't have those same feelings those feelings of like missing him at all I guess is what I mean I don't miss him at all I um do wish him the best but I don't miss him at all so I was extremely extremely hurt by this man in our breakup um at one point I really loved him like I loved him a lot I thought he was the love of my life I thought he was the one we lived together we were planning our future together we talked about children and what that would look like in the future for us everyone in our lives saw us as the one kind of couple that would um even if we shouldn't necessarily get married and have family that we would have just because we 
worked through a lot of things and came out on the other side and also because the way we both spoke of each other was so highly um it was one of those couples that like unless you were really in our inner circle you didn't ever think that there was anything possibly going on um it seemed like a very loving and healthy relationship from the outside at least from what I've been told at one time at one point all my friends started telling me that they had been talking to my ex Chase Charming about an engagement ring and him thinking about starting to get engaged and all my friends told me that by the time that I should be prepared that by the time I graduate that he will propose and if I don't want a proposal by the time I'm 22 that I should really let him know that and I didn't because I would if he had proposed I probably would have said yes Um, I definitely would have said yes that's so crazy to say but I would have so that just kind of sheds light on how um serious this relationship was for the age we were at we were um I was we started dating when I was 18 and he was I guess the age I am now yeah he was 20 no I would have been 18 he would have been 21 no I would have been 18 he would have been 22 and then yeah so we broke up when I was 20 and he was 24 but we were both very young to be in such a serious relationship. And so at the end of the day, I can't really blame either of us for how explosive it got because we were just kids. (laughs) Um, Even though it felt very serious and very adult, we were kids dealing with adult issues, I guess. So Um, it was one of the worst pains I have endured to date. Like honestly, out of everything I've been through, like I've been through some fucked up stuff. You guys know that. Um, this is probably still one of the worst, if not the worst pain that I have endured emotionally was going through this breakup. Um, I lost 35 pounds in the matter of a month. I ate maybe three meals a week. Um, and that's not like, I, that's not a brag. That is me being so physically ill all the time, puking all the time, um, not being able to get out of bed at all. Um, I feel like I didn't know what to do with myself anymore. I did it felt like I didn't know myself anymore. Like the light was on, but no one was home. Um, I was just thinking and acting so irrationally and there was no logic in my mind. It may have seemed like I was handling myself well but in reality I was spiraling constantly for weeks um it was it's kind of like a feeling of knowing life will go on but the pain I was experiencing then was so dire that I didn't know that I would make it through to life going on like I really like literally felt like I was going to die I didn't know how to even what to do with myself how to even do basic functioning things like walking or um 
speaking, like, honestly, those became really difficult. Just doing those things became so, they took so much out of me to do basic things. Um, yeah, I hit this really deep depression and I remember it was so sad. I was in, I was in Paris, like literally I was in Paris, a once in a lifetime opportunity. You never, you, most people never get to go to Paris and I'll probably only ever go once maybe. And I was just so distraught that I like, didn't even want to leave. Like I did because I knew I was in Paris and I had to, but like, it was really, really fucking hard. And like some nights I really just like freaked the fuck out and I couldn't go out because, or some days I couldn't go out because I was just that upset and that distraught. And it didn't help that he was calling me and looking through every new guy that had started following me on Instagram because he figured he like found this like secret code. So this is like something actually that could be really helpful for people if you're going through a breakup and you want to know, I'm sure you guys already know this, but you want to know who is your new, your man is talking to or your woman or your they. Um, I'm not laughing at the pronouns. I'm just laughing at the fact that that was just like the totally wrong usage of the phrase I was trying to use but oh holy shit I really lost where I was yep it's completely gone completely gone and out the window that one I just don't think this thought will come back to me yeah I don't know so I guess I'll just go on to how to freaking get over this because it's a shitty 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 time really the shittiest of times um I would say I think I've said this on an episode before I'm gonna turn this fan off because I don't want it to be too loud even though it's halfway through the episode already I would say make a radical change whether this be your hair whether this be quitting your job whether this be moving to Ghana and going to help out um the less fortunate just become a gypsy that's my advice to anyone that's going through a breakup is just become a gypsy for a little while just go travel the world for a little while and ignore your problems and you'll like fuck some foreign dudes you'll like spend some time in the water you'll spend some time healing you'll spend some time being excited and then you'll come back and your problems will just be solved really and that's how it worked for me at least I still now am going to have to like go back and just like deal with my trust issues. But emotionally, after about two weeks, I was pretty fine. Um, but yeah, it's hard to live the same way you once did with without someone, if that makes sense. It's hard to go to the same school every day and not be with someone it's hard to go to the same workplace every day and not have that person in your life to stand on for support it's hard to go to your apartment every day that you guys spent a lot of time in and not have them come over anymore so it's good to change something up so it feels like at least you're living a bit of a different life than the one you were avant ça 
that's a thing people don't understand when people say he's like sans like sans man sans i don't know you know that's not the right way to say the words it's song okay um yes at least try to start talking to other people it doesn't even need to be in a romantic way really just like start talking to them um getting to see what else is out there is very important um there are good people out there way better people than your ex even if it's not in a romantic way but it's just nice to feel desired again and honestly this is probably the best fucking time for you to go through a breakup because everyone's going through a breakup that's like oh my gosh if you are at all questioning the relationship you're in right now there is never on the history of this century going to be another time better than this fucking summer to go through a breakup because everyone is so goddamn horny they are walking around with their cocks out so just literally break up with them i know it's all that easy but now's the time because i'm you're on a timeline bitch if you're in a relationship you're not happy with this is only gonna last for i would say about three more months this excitement of getting out and hooking up with new people before people have get over the time where they got to have all this fun and they're like huh my emotional relationships were also lacking during the pandemic so I'm ready to get into something emotional again and then that window you had to get laid and have fun slowly slowly closes and you are going to feel a lot shitty when Becca and Sarah and Denise all have boyfriends and you are going through a breakup because you knew it was inevitable and now you got no one to go to the club with and the dude Ben that you would have gone to to hook up with during this breakup is now no longer there and then you're going through this breakup in a really shitty time so now's the time to go through a breakup everyone is ready to rage ready to have fun is ready to just get out on the town so now is the time for you to do the same try and learn to love it they can be fun breakups they're really really hard but then the best times always come after so know that know that even though these times are really really shitty in about mm, i don't know a month you're gonna start having a lot of fucking fun and hooking up with some real hot people and living better than you ever did before you're going to become a whole new person you're going to become the person that you always wanted to be because you have no choice it can be really quite magnificent i wouldn't have a podcast without a breakup i wouldn't have traveled the world without a breakup i wouldn't have 
had some of the best sex in my life without a breakup I wouldn't have known that I like foreign men without a breakup I wouldn't have known to see all these fucking red flags that I'll ignore and I will be in so much better of a relationship one day because of it and I know right now it might be really really hard to see that kind of ending point but it's coming I promise I swear I will go as far as to say you can rate my podcast this is fucking crazy I'm saying this right now I can't believe I'm saying this you can rate my podcast one star if a year from this episode you don't feel like you had learned one thing or taken away anything or improved one iota if you really don't feel you have improved one iota or your life has improved one iota then you can rate my podcast one star but you even question that you learned something from your breakup or your life is better without this person then You can rate my podcast one star, but please message me because I would like to give you the number of some therapists if a month, year from now, you are still not over your fucking ex because that's pathetic. Sorry. Um, questions. I know today was a bit of a short episode, but she's nothing but consistent. Hi, I love the podcast. Are you a natural ginger? Yes, I have all of the childhood photos to prove it. I'm going to pull one up right now while I talk about this. All I've ever done to my hair was add highlights. Um, it was very, very unfortunate for me for a very long time because I would come home from school with massive massive fucking bruises all over my shins on kick a ginger day people would use the excuse that I was ginger to not date me literally constantly um and then it was also the perfect reason for little boys to make fun of their friends I was like oh my gosh he's dating a fucking ginger and that's like the end of the world for a dude so he's not gonna date a ginger so that just left little fat Carissa off on the sidelines and being the last one picked for Red Rover. Um, but I learned to love it a very, very much because it makes me unique. Even though it might not be everyone's vibe or not. There we go. There's some photos. Okay. Here's me with a Starbucks with ginger hair. The exact same hair I have today. Might even be a little brighter there because it used to be lighter. Look how fucking ugly I used to be. This wasn't my ugly stage. This is my awkward stage. <laughs> I'm gonna post these for everyone. Oh my gosh, my little brother used to be so cute. Um, I'm going to post those for you guys someday. But yeah, even though it's not everyone's vibe, it makes me unique, it makes me stand out, and it makes me noticeable. So I love it now. And it's just like part of who I am. It's really part of my lifestyle. Um, I actually found out the other day that gingers are some sort of genetic mutation. Like if 
couple hundred years back there was some sort of mutation and that's where gingers came from which is not a cute fact but a true one actually I don't know if it's true I didn't fact check it I just heard that from my brother and actually a lot of his news sources are a little bit off so actually I don't know if that's true at all but something I do know to be true about ginger is is that within probably the next 100 to 200 years we will become extinct because uh we need to procreate with other gingers or someone with redheaded lineage in their family so they need to have a ginger parent or a ginger grandparent for us to have a ginger baby and there is a very big thing about gingers not dating gingers so it's probably not going to be a thing for very much longer so fucking get with one while you can wouldn't you love to say just for the fucks of it that you had sex with like a neanderthal neanderthal um i would i bet they fuck great (sighs) now i'm literally getting horny thinking about having sex with a neanderthal i bet they do like they're like literally like part animal And gingers are known to be good in bed. So, like, I bet 100 years, this is no further in the future, like 30,000 years from now, we will just be like fucking potatoes and we'll have microchips in our brain that we will be like listening to or watching podcasts. They won't be called podcasts anymore, they'll be called like 185683s. And we will hear someone talking about how they would love to fuck a ginger because gingers used to be, so we're said to be good and bad because we were some sort of genetic mutation and because we're just good looking and hot. And that's not actually fucking a common thing said about gingers at all, but we're going to make it one. So... Now I'm just like really can't get the idea of like someone having sex with Neanderthal out of my head. Is there anyone that's like living that is part Neanderthal? If there is, please send me a message. I'm going to have to Google it after because I might need to meet him or her. You talk a lot about how hard your life has been. What's some of the best moments this is sweet thank you for noticing how negative i am just kidding i try not to be negative but this is also a podcast about the messiest parts of life so it's a little bit hard to come on and talk about my glory days and my glory days that's so pathetic that i just said that i think pathetic might be the word of the day Um, But yeah, I can't come on and talk about sunshine, roses, unicorns, and fucking truffle chocolates from Purdy's when I have a podcast called Meet My Mess. So, but because you asked, I am delighted to answer. I would say that some of the happiest moments of my life were right before I went away to university. I was like surrounded by all of my best friends. 
the best people I know, the best people I've met in my life are my best friends. And I spent a lot of time camping, hiking, cliff jumping, mountaineering, at music festivals, drinking pretty much every day because I didn't get hangovers at 17. And we all knew that we were about to move away to university or start new jobs and stuff and that we wouldn't have the same time to spend with each other as we did before. So we really made the most of it. Um, yeah, we were all really worried that we would lose touch someone's outside my door after university but and there he goes my brother's home um yeah we were really all worried that we'd lose touch after high school but even after university these are still the people I spend majority of my time with um that are still my closest friends so yeah I think that it's important to keep up those relationships that you value even if it's not necessarily always easy um and I'm like a firm believer that you will put in the effort if it's a friendship that you truly care about maintaining um or that even if things do kind of fizzle for a little while you guys don't speak as much that that same friendship can be rekindled if it is meant to be also some of the happiest times of my life were of course like when I was dating I would say when I was dating Mr. Poisson when I was um living in France traveling I need to get back fucking traveling any of the mess makers who have jobs where you travel please send me a dm because I've like looking into lots of things and I really just want to get back out into the world small town Canada is a little bit tiresome right now for me so a little bit small town for me hi hi oh okay that wasn't for me um on that note Thank you for listening to me ramble on a Thursday. Thank you for going to rate my podcast five stars right after this. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube because YouTube needs some love. And thank you for following my socials, mainly my Instagram, Carissa Harrison. You can write me in questions at meet my mess podcast at gmail.com or you can also dm me um you can get a hold of me however you may choose i'll put all my links down below but i appreciate you listening to me ramble and i love you and that's all i have to say i love you have a good week